You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome back to that Chelsea podcast, episode seven, the one where we still can't defend. I'm joined by Jack Davies, as always. How are we doing, fella? Uh, Been better. Uh, Would not have wanted to see me yesterday during that game, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, on the podcast today, we recap Chelsea's heart-stopping 3-2 win at Crystal Palace, which seems like a lifetime ago now. And we look back on that ludicrous display last night against Sheffield United before we look ahead to the Norwich game mid-week. Jack, start off Crystal Palace Tuesday night. That first 30 minutes was unbelievable. Yeah, no, we were, we were quality in the, in, the, in the first few, first passages of playing during that game. Um, off to a good start. Um, Pulisic, good again. Little drag, good finish. Um, and then Giroud goal was decent. First one. Felt bad for big old Gaz, Gaz at the back. That did not look good, but took advantage of that. Thought, oh, we're cruising. Let's just finish this off. And then uh, Zaha scores a good goal. But in my opinion, the keeper still should save that. Even though it's, it's a great strike. But it's straight down the middle. He's cost us seventy-two million, and so he should be saving it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and also the fact he did, i don't even think he got his hand to it, and he was shot no. from quite a way out as well. Yeah, right. That made it two-one. It was mm-hmm. literally from the moment Zaha scored, it became uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. It was not an enjoyable watch. We somehow were hanging on, and then Tammy comes on. Yeah. Frank makes his changes, Ruben comes on, Tammy comes on. We go 3-1 up and then I'm thinking, okay, that's game over. 
done. We're done. And then about, I don't know, 80 seconds later, they literally go down the other end and score. Yeah. That was... Benteke as well, wasn't it? First, apparently, I think, I saw that his first goal at Selhurst Park in two years or something. <laughs> we'll get on to strikers oh, bringing their ducks against Chelsea, you know, <laughs> because it's a common theme in this episode. But, um, you spent Benteke scores and that was just, oh, it just sums yeah. it up. Like, we, we're just never going to defend well, are we? No. A very painful last half an hour, 20 minutes, whatever it was. Um, but we've, we're used we're used to that this season. We don't never make it easy for ourselves. So, um, don't really expect anything different at the moment, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no. When when Tammy put that in, the two subs combining, I thought, right, that's it. Just kill the game, finish it off, um, and obviously concede straight away, which is never <laughs> never good, is it? Um, I thought, to be fair, I thought when he brought Jorginho on, he did well the other day. Um, actually, like, got us back on the ball, started dictating the play, got a bit of possession back, made it a bit bit easier, a bit calmer uh, to, to watch, but still very nerve-wracking. Quality last-ditch tackle from Zuma at the end there. That was That is what you want to see. Bit of passion that. Um, and... Kepa made a good save at the end, I think. But they hit the post as well. So yeah. it was, yeah, just one of those at the end of the game. I was like, it's three points. We'll take that on to the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, very much relieved. Yeah, Jorginho came on for Billy Gilmore, who's now out for the rest of the season, unfortunately. Um, I thought he came on and for the first, you know, came on about 80th minute or something. We controlled the game till, till injury time. And then it just went wrong again. It all went loose. <laughs> And then when there's a moment where Tammy done well, he got his goal, and then he switch. He's got the ball, and then he just switches off, like near the end, like think you know, thinking there's someone behind him or whatever, and then it leads to that chance. Kepper makes a good save. They somehow don't get it in. Honestly, if that had gone in, that would have just been just soul destroying. Because oh, anyway, we won. Credit to Pulisic. He scored again, looked lively again, our best player again. Credit to Willian, who had a hand in for first, setting up the first two goals. Yeah. Uh, credit Ruben when he come on, he did well, set up Tammy's goal and Tammy, good finish. It was, I was glad for him to break his duck. Yeah, definitely. Um, well done, Oli Giroud on scoring again at the start of that game. Uh, the defence, not really much to be said. I thought Reese was pretty poor. Whipped in a couple of good crosses, but defensively, questions are there. Uh, Christensen, I <laughs> don't really want to talk about his performance against the physical centre-forward. Uh, Zuma was good against Palace, on the whole. Yeah. That's P all right. Yeah, it wasn't great, but we got the job done. <sighs> so for on to the next one. Come on, boys. Another yeah. three points. And I think that if we won that and against Norwich midweek, we'd almost be there for the top four. But now we're relying on others' results, which is never good. Yeah, we're talking about because we went to Sheffield United yesterday. I was strangely quite confident. I thought after that West Ham game, now nah, Franks, we're not, we're not losing. We're not having a performance like that again this season. Oh boy, that was uh, that was painful. 
that hurt that that hurt quite a lot i'm i'm joking about it now but like if you'd seen me like I, I literally, I remember I texted you just like when it went three 0 I was just like, "This is a fucking disgrace!" <laughs> like it was not. We were not happy at all with that performance. And to be honest, it, you know when you can tell it, it's just going to be one of those games. Those first twenty seconds when they need, you know, yeah. they're attacking, they nearly score. You just go, "Oh dear!" And then the first goal comes. Mason doesn't clear it. Just hook it. There, yeah. you're on the edge of your own 18-yard box. Just hook it. And he's trying to dribble it out, and it's oh, what are you doing? One yeah. of those. McBurney deflected shot. Kepper makes a decent save. Be fair, yeah. No defenders following in, and guess who scores? Good old David McGoldrick, who's not scored a Premier League goal this season. Twenty, I think it's his 26th game that was. He finally broke his duck. Of course, yeah. it was against Chelsea. Zero, he's had zero goals from 39 shots this season. Oh, and then he plays us. All up and, and he, he scores two. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a Chelsea thing. It's a Chelsea thing. Um, that made it 1-0. Yeah. There wasn't really a response. The second no. goal comes. Willian doesn't follow his man. It's a cross in. Zoom is not tight enough to his man either. Christian. Good, I mean, good Christian, header from you know, McBurney, yeah. to be fair, but... Kepa's rooted it's... to his spot. He doesn't even die for it. Mm. I mean, maybe I'm being harsh on Kepa, but like he doesn't even die for that. Yeah. And that's like we've conceded. I remember we conceded. I think a similar goal against Everton away, literally like a cross in. Yeah, I think. I remember and that. then it, he's just left flat-footed. Yeah. But that made it two 0 We get to half time. We need changes. Credit to Frank. He actually, you know, he was bold. He made a change. We moved to three at the back. I still had no confidence in us because Sheffield United, they're a well-organised team. Exactly. It's, fair, yeah, exactly. Like you said, fair play to him for changing it straight away at half-time. Pretty much the earliest point he could change something. But going to that three-back, that's what they play all the time. We're never going to match them. Yeah, you could argue. How good they are defensively. Never, never going to match them. And then no. just... No, honestly, no spirit, no urgency from anyone anywhere along the field, really. Attack, we're poor. Midfield, poor. And then defence, just calamitous. Yeah, that was shambolic. That was honest. Like, we'll get on to the third goal, I guess, because, like, Tony Rudiger, I don't, I don't want to bash him because I think he, because before I think we were all saying when he, you know, when we still have defensive issues, when he was out injured, we were saying, oh, he can be the yeah. one to try and fix this because he'd been, he'd been a solid, solid key performer for us. Yeah, but he's just not looked the same since injury. He's been poor. Yeah, that clear that attempted clearance was just laughable, man. Yeah. And then he just lies on the floor as David McGoldrick steps up for goal number two of the game and yeah. makes it 3 0. As, as soon as that went in, I turned off. I'd had enough of that. Yeah. yeah. It, just no. summed, it just summed up our defending. Um, yeah. I don't have much that to was, say about it. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, just yeah. falling. I mean, we've, we've con- as a team, we've conceded 49 goals this season. Yeah. No matter and then the, t- the, only, the teams below us are Newcastle, Watford, Southampton, West Ham, Bournemouth, Villa, and Norwich. 
Yeah, bear in mind Southampton conceded nine in one game to Leicester as well. So yeah, it's not it's not great company to be keeping. No. Yeah, the the defence ultimately we've been all right going forward this year. You know, still still not clinical enough. But the defence has cost us this year, I think. Look, I know the stat's not relevant to yesterday, but 18 points from winning positions we've dropped this season. Even if we just got held on to like half of them, we'd have top four comfortably sewn up by now. As it is, it's now out of our hands. We've got to rely on other results. Um, and City getting banned. <laughs> and City getting banned. Come on, come on. The Court of Arbitration of Sport decision at 9.30 tomorrow morning. So this will this will be out before then, but the mood might be significantly changed. Yeah. I mean, that, I was just going to say that only, the only good thing that came from yesterday was seeing the photos of Ziyech training down at Cobham. That was yeah. it. That was that was nice. It was also, also quite telling because obviously we'll get on to how we honestly felt about that performance. But Frank's comments was like, I learned a lot about that performance and I'm mm. not going to forget that. To yeah. me, I'm not sure if you remember, maybe like there's any United fans listening, that was very reminiscent to what Solskjaer said about them when they got battered at Everton at the end of last season when they were just awful and they didn't turn up. Mm. And it, I kind of get the impression that some of those players past Clear. the season, they don't have a future here. No. And I've gonna again. I don't really, I don't really want to go in on individuals too much. But Jorginho, we praised him for the impact he had against Palace. Yeah. He was awful yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the midfield, the, the the two ahead of him, helped that much. They didn't really offer, you know, offer him passes. But he was just awful. And then the, there's a clip. If anyone follows us on Instagram, that I put up of him just getting ragdolled by David McGoldrick. At the end of that game, like I mean, if, if if he's not in a game, if he's not able to complete passes, then he's got nothing else. Literally nothing. How he's slow he is, player. lethargic, and that really yeah. showed yesterday. We talk like the best we've seen of Jorginho is when he's played with Kovacic. I mean, mm-hmm. Kovacic he was on the bench. I don't. He wasn't fit because I think Frank would have bought him on if he was fit. Yeah, but. The best we've seen of him was when we've had those two sort of in that aut- you know, autumn run of the first half of the season. Because Kovacic isn't as attacking as the other two, but with you know, after break we've tended to play the two eights, which meant we've needed a sitting six. Jorginho, he's not mobile he's got decent passing ability, but he's not mobile enough, he's not physical enough. Just gets bullied. That's and as much you know, what has been quite a sharp sort of sharp decline for Jorginho's shop. You know, not, I don't think many people would have seen this coming, especially pre-lockdown. Mm-hmm. I think he's one that we might not see at Stamford Bridge yeah. next season. And to be honest, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be fussed because we need a physical, solid yeah. number six DM there. I mean, mm-hmm. Kante is that injured. I'm not convinced he's the answer there because his, his no, passing I ability. Think, I, think I think we might, yeah, definitely I think we might cash there. out on him soon. Yeah, I go look. I it might not be that popular. People mainly because people sort of see him as Mason Mount's mate. But Declan Rice as a DM, I don't think would be a bad option. He's a physical presence and he's good on the ball. I mean, he he could play centre back as well. I think he yeah. he grew up playing centre back when he was at Chelsea and when he first went to West Ham. So I I think he'd do a better job than what we've got hundred percent. And you yeah. see, he's got he's actually got leadership skills. Yeah. To be given to be given that armband when Noble's not playing at twenty one, 
that's definitely saying something. And we've there's no leadership in that our back line at all. No, I, I like as I like Aspi, but he's not he's yeah. not a captain. He's like a, mm. I, I sort of prefer, he's sort of like a social media captain, a PR captain. He says the right stuff. But he's, yeah. not, he's not a vocal guy. He's not going to really organise or get stuck into them. Yeah, as bad as it sounds, I think it's just one of those, he's the best what we've got out of a bad bunch sort of thing. Yeah, we don't have a leader in that team at all. I can't, I honestly can't think of any player in there who was really, who I'd really give the captaincy to. That's, that's honestly how bad it is. Maybe Mason in a few years, who knows if he if he makes it, but there's just no leadership in that team, which has been an issue because since we lost JT at the end of the 16-17 season, I know he didn't play, but he was still been a big factor behind the scenes. The amount of results and performances we've seen like yesterday over those last few years are becoming too common now, which yeah. again, to me, suggests a big mentality problem for these players of when we're not competing for a league title, they're not on it. He just John Terry just wouldn't allow that. That's the thing. And if it yeah. did happen, he'd let them know in the changing room. In yeah. ours, it seems like they go in after the game. Yeah, we've lost, and it seems to me like they wouldn't really say that much. Just be yeah. like, oh, on to the next one. Whereas he would lay into people and tell them, yeah. "You were shit today," yeah. etc. I mean, I think to be fair, I think Frank would have had a right I'll go at them at full time yeah. because he because he that would have hurt him a lot and he'd have known. But in terms of those players, I don't see any of them doing that. That's a big issue. Look, because we've we talk about mentality. It's not just, you know, it's not a recent problem. It's been a problem for a while. Mourinho said it when he was at Chelsea that there's a sort of mentality problem with these players. Conte said it. Sari said that these players are incredibly difficult to motivate. We've seen it with, I mean, I mean, also might partly that be down to Sari as well. But and but Frank said it this season as well that you know a couple of performances he's not been happy with, and you know yeah. today, and sorry today, yesterday was just another example. So it's a common theme. We can talk yeah. about look this team. We've said it before. It's quite an average Chelsea team. It is an yeah. average. We're being realistic. That doesn't win a title. That goalkeeper doesn't win a title. We're nowhere near winning a title with that defence and goalkeeper. Yeah. Massive over, but yeah, overhaul needed. Um, I mean, I was discussing this with my mates, and we were saying, um, who would he actually want to keep going forward for the future as the defenders? Who would he want to keep? Reese, Tamori, potential, yeah, Tamori, his potential, and probably Aspi just going forward, yeah, Aspi because experience, yeah, other than that, uh. Can't see him wanting to keep any of the others. And how many how many defenders are we having a squad? About ten. Yeah, Rudiger, no. Christensen, Emerson. no. Well, I mean Emerson, no, Emerson's clearly out of favour. But Chris, Christensen's a shame because we go back to like that's sec, Conte's second season. He burst onto the scene, and we thought, yeah. okay, here's our centre back. And ever since that Barcelona game at home, he's not been the same player. He's had you know shown glimpses here and there. He, he, concentration, I think, is a big issue for him. He's just weak as well. He's not physical. Not physical at all. No. Saw it yesterday. Saw it against West Ham. Antonio, honestly, yeah. just bullied those two at the back that day. Saw it against Palace. Got bullied by Benteke. Yeah. 
These these big physical strikers must look forward to playing us. They just think, oh, I'm going to have a good day today. Yeah. And you shouldn't be saying that against the Chelsea team. This And again, it sort of felt like it sort of perhaps started to creep in last year. This sort of Arsenalification, Arsenalification of Chelsea. We're becoming a, you know, it's, we're becoming a bit light and we're just a bit soft. Yeah. We try and play, you know, we credit to it, we're trying to play this really nice, expansive football. But just, there's a soft, like just soft belly under it. Like, yeah. the mentality of this team, just going back to Palace, the mentality of this team when we concede is awful. We concede against Palace in a game we're dominating. You know, we're still winning. And mm. the confidence just goes from them. Heads down straight away, yeah. Exactly. This, yeah. The, menta- the mentality of this team, of these players, like, it's tough because there's obviously a few youngsters in. But even that team yesterday, there's still a lot of experienced players in there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's, that's a big issue with Frank Scott. So, and he's got a big issue on his hand. And it's why, look, I don't want to be too harsh on Frank. Look, I think he got his team selection horribly wrong. I said to you beforehand, I just started Giroud. I was yeah. surprised. I know Tammy got a goal, but Giroud against a big physical side. Yeah, I think a lot, of, a lot of fans were calling for Giroud to start that game. Yeah. From what I saw. Yeah, yeah, to me that didn't. I didn't really have an issue with formation. You know, maybe we could have matched them up, but I didn't really have a big issue with that formation no. and the other team selections apart from Giroud. So I can't really, you know, be too critical yeah. of Frank. He tried things, but the problem was that he probably he tried about more formations in that second half, yeah. and we had shots on target. Oh. Like he went to three at the back, and then Callum came on for Reese or something later on. And it was back to four, and it was. But I mean, we. Whatever formation we played yesterday, we still got dominated and outclassed by Mr. Wilder. So. Yeah. Look, no, look, credit to Sheffield United. They've had a phenomenal season. Yeah. Look, hopefully they qualify for the Europa League because they deserve it. They deserve a European run, even if maybe the start of it's behind closed doors. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but credit to them. But I was saying this, like, I look at their back line and our back line. You'd say our back line's better. Oh, yeah. Their players know their roles. <laughs> I look at their whole team and you think, yeah, exactly. Team. There's no big players in there. You think how how fair play to them? How they're fifth? Honestly, I, I'll never know. But um, yeah, but they know their roles. They've got a system and they know it. And it's one thing I'm wary of. Frank is look. I again, you know, he's what I think he's massively overachieved with the squad we've got this year. Hmm. I don't think we should. We really should be in the top four conversation. But there is a lot of inexperience there. He's got Jody Morris, you know, he was with him at Derby last year, but, you know, youth coach at Chelsea. We've got Joe Edwards on the staff, youth coach at Chelsea. We don't have, like, a big, like, coach with, a, like, experience. Like, and I said, I said it, we've missed, I think, since Steve Holland left and went, took the England job with Southgate, I think we've missed that a lot. And I think maybe just an, another experienced coach in there. Because I don't, yeah. I don't know who like know who who's yeah, who's who, available, who's, who's about. Yeah, I don't know. Paul and who would be wi- who would be willing to go as a number two as well? That's yeah. the that's the I issue. Know. As I said, I don't know. But Paul Paul Clement, you know, was Angelotti's number two. He's had his management. It didn't really work out for him. He might be a good number two. I don't know. Look, I don't think we'd convince Steve Holland to come back. But I I do think that's an issue we need to look at as well. Because I do that coaching team is like is look it's learning on the job. Yeah, very true. 
and I sort of look at it and are the the coaches re- like going to challenge Frank a huge amount? I think they, we Frank needs people to challenge him. Is or have has he just got a couple of yes men? I don't know because we. You know, I, we think Jody, I think Jody will challenge him definitely. He seems yeah. What I've heard, um, a loud character, um, but yeah, I see what you mean. Definitely. Yeah, so look, again, I'll just final thoughts on Sheffield United. We've sort of criticised players, you know, that back line was just, in general, horrendous. What hurt the most, though, like, and we've not really seen it under a Lampard team this year, and we, I didn't think we'd really see it under a Lampard team this year, is a team with no fight, no passion, no desire. They didn't seem interested. There's, like, so much on the line. Champions League football's on the line. They yeah. want to be playing in the Champions League next year. Doesn't we, look like they want to be. No, exactly. It looked it looked like a team that knew fifth was enough. It looked yeah. like a team that knew fifth was enough, and we don't know that. Going on to Tammy as well, like he, he did well the other day. Come on, and scored an important goal, and Frank's given him the chance, and yeah, just doesn't doesn't take it at all. He was he was poor yesterday. No n- no threat at all. No. Um, yeah, and you just you just think he know he knows Vern is incoming. You think he'd want to be, yeah, want to be at it, impressing Frank, doing the utmost to to try and stay as that main striker. But I don't know. I yeah, my LinkedIn because I was going to throw this in the end. But we got a question. I got a question in on our Twitter yesterday. Said, would you sell Tammy ASAP? I've said this on numerous pods. I think we need to give him another season because this is his first season being our number nine. It yeah. takes time. But I think if he wants to be like serious, like think he's going to get regular game time next year, he's got to step up because we've not really yeah. seen, we've not seen it since the restart. No, he's got to make a change quickly. I mean, yeah. it was like a massive purple patch where most of his goals came earlier on in the season. He had a good um, half season. That's what he's living off at the moment. He's on a he's on a good half season. That's what that's what that's what our belief is in him. We talk about a good half season. Alvaro Morata had a good half season in his first first yeah. season at Chelsea. Very true. So we you know the jury's out. I don't I don't want to bash for lad because look he's living the dream. He's living our dream. You know playing for Chelsea. Yeah. We want I really want I really want him to do well. I want him to be our number nine and lead us to trophies. Lead us to all this success. It's just a question of if he's good enough. And look, I think next year, give him, you know, if he's playing with the likes of Hakim Ziyech, Timo Werner, if if Kai Havertz comes, who knows? He's playing with a lot better quality players than he is at the moment. We'll see. I think, for me, the jury's out. I might give him another season and see what happens. Yeah. Agreed. That wraps up Sheffield United. That was... A match that will hopefully put to the back of our minds very quickly. We move on to Norwich. Norwich relegated, lost every single game since the restart. They've got basically, you know, they're just playing for pride. Surely, surely we just smack them out of sight. Surely they're dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, surely. Hopefully we've, we've got to win. Got yeah, to win. If and, you don't win that, we and... can say goodbye to top four. Yeah, I mean, in like the game yesterday before the game, we just said, "Just win, boys! Like we need to win. Doesn't matter 
what the score is. I think Norwich, we've got to go and absolutely batter them. We we yeah. need a big performance, not not some two one or whatever. We need to go and really show a show a big difference from the game yesterday. Um, but whether we'll get to see that, um, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be huge. Obviously, like before the game on Tuesday, we'll know if Chelsea what Chelsea have got to do to get top four. If fifth is enough. If we beat Norwich on Tuesday and fifth is enough, we're basically there. Yeah. So again, that'll be some motivation to the players anyway. Um, yeah. Guess starting trying to predict the Stangeland for Norwich. This is oh, this is tough because I feel like like I'm trying to I'm trying to pick this team and I'm I'm honestly strung to I've got I'd say Pulisic starts, Giroud starts. Maybe Willian, he wasn't great yesterday, but he's been good on the whole. The midfield I've got, I don't know who starts. He took Mason off at half-time. Uh, I don't, do we start with Jorginho? I mean, it depends, you know. If, and that Kovacic, if Kovacic is fit, he starts, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it, as P will play. As P will play. I, he's captain. Um, but the, the rest, rest of that rest, back line... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess Zuma probably starts, but then it's you know, I don't know if Tamori's fit, but Christensen and Rudiger. Well, Christensen went off injured, so we might see Rudiger again on. Yeah, um, on Tuesday night. Uh, Reese James. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Wasn't great again yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Alonso comes in. I don't know. I think it's Kepering goal. There's not really <sighs> drop him again. <laughs> Get Caviero in the net. <laughs> oh God, I'm I'm just I'm just, I'm just you know because obviously we've got Norwich midweek, but we've also got Manchester United in the FA Cup semi-finals. Yeah, the weekend. I'm just picturing like Mason Greenwood, Bruno Fernandez just taking long shots at Kepa. It just feels yeah. dread. I'm honestly like just. So no, because you know, the, you know, United have just looked ruthless since the restart. They've looked really good. They've convincingly beat teams, which we've yeah. not. No. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully they're due a slip up, but can't see that based on the last few games. Um, no. But we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll need yeah. to step up massively for our game against them on. Sunday, but Norwich on Tuesday is the big, big priority. I, Jack, I'm going to guess, you know, we're starting 11, we basically, you know, we'll just go with what Frank said, we ain't got a clue who to pick. You know, yeah. you could basically drop drop most of them after that display yesterday. Uh, Norwich prediction, Jack? Um, I don't think we keep clean sheets, but if you've seen there their attack at the moment, they can't score, so oh. dunno. Might have to go for a three one because okay. we'll probably concede even though they still can't score. <laughs> I'll I'll go I'll go a three nil. I'll go a three nil because we've got the new, ever since we've got the new kit sponsor, we either score free or concede free. So <laughs> 
I'm, I, I don't think Norwich are scoring three against us, despite how yeah. bad we are. So I'm gonna. No, say I, yeah, I'd agree. I'd I'd think three nil, really. But but I can, based yeah. on recently, we probably will concede, See. even though. Yeah, yeah. I'll go three nil. You know they'll yeah. bounce back. <laughs> Prevents fish marks. We'll we'll bounce back. We'll, there'll be a reaction. Yeah. You know, depending on it, we might you know we might go back in the top four for a little bit. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that that sums it up. That was not nice to to digest. It was a it was a stressful a stressful week. Even that Palace game was was horrible to watch. Sheffield United again, just a borderline disgrace. Uh, a lot, no fight, no passion, no desire. So many players not good enough for this team. As we've said before, get to the end of the season. If we get in the top four, we somehow get Champions League football, take it as a bonus. We didn't think we'd get it at the start of the season. It would hurt to miss out, given that we've been in the top four for most of the season. But ultimately, you lose 11 games, concede 49 goals. you got a question, are you good enough for top four? Are you good enough for Champions League football? Um, but yeah, I guess that, that wraps up. Um, thanks again, everyone who's, who's listened. Uh, until the next episode, keep the blue flags flying high. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.